0: It's WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday at 6.30. And the studio smells really, really good today. Just want you to know that. And we have a guest in the studio by the name of John. John Roos. Hi, John. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Great. Now, I'm going to try to figure out if there's some kind of funny tone going on there. Um... I'm not sure if it's just in the headphones or not, but let me just uh, try something out here. I think this is going to be fine. Well, I should say that aside from funny tones, there are some lovely smells here in the studio, and that would be
1: uh, your coffee, I believe. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sitting here right now making a cup of coffee, uh, and... uh I just, you know, just it's a good time to relax. And, uh, you know, and uh, I thought I'd share the coffee. And since you don't drink coffee after a certain time of day, yeah. you know, I understand that. But uh, you can enjoy the smell because that's a big part of it. Yeah. And if you if you listen close enough, you can also enjoy the smell, listeners.
0: So, uh, <laughs> John Roos has his own company called Roos Roast. That's our OOS Roast. And he's at roostroast.com, and you have a fun website too. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: Thanks for getting me on the show, Mike. Awesome. Sure. Yeah, it's Roost Roast Free Speech Coffee, uh, sort of like the radio, sort of like uh, CBN. Uh, I listen to the station all the time. It's a great station to listen to while getting work done. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you're an entrepreneur. So you, I presume you do a whole lot of work. Your Your place is based in Ann Arbor. You're locally based, and you. That's right how How does the coffee work for you? How does that work?
1: Well, part of the whole the way this whole thing came together, it's sort of like it's it's a business designed around all of the things I really like, which are um people uh, doing making art, um you know, designing new things, coming up with new ideas, and sort of having like the final approval of everything all the time. and then also coffee, which. The, which which is the cooking part of what I really like to do. So I spend many years cooking and uh um and ended up, you know, working as a, like starting off as a dishwasher, as a ski bum dishwasher and worked my way. This is right out of high school and just worked my way through restaurants, but the business basically. And then after all my years of experience and trying to be all these different things, I think I just, I took Roost Roast and I decided let's, I want to make this a really fun business and like do outrageous things. And, uh, you know, and that's what I do. So I basically, I just, I, I tried to I spent some time trying to sell art and I realized I really needed to like put the art on something tangible like coffee which is another thing I love so it all works together so I roast the coffee and put it in bags and sell it and I also sell it at the Ann Arbor Farmer's Market which has been a great a really great place to be you know with all the different the deep local vibe is, is of course right there yeah. so
0: when you talk about the art and selling coffee I have here you can hear a bag of Roos Roast coffee and it has art on it it's a now it looks look like it's done in a wood block style.
1: Yeah, that's uh it's a linoleum block and that uh Brian my assistant and I picked out that uh for you because you're of the literary type, or, oh, you know, radio you. personality writer of course and so there it's it a, is. It's a
0: typewriter. That's a, it's, a it's, type it's a Royal Royal typewriter. It's a Royal typewriter. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's got a fishbowl on it with that's a fish right. in it. That's yeah, right. So that We're was my writing companion back in the old days, my writing art companion. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, did you have a name for your uh, fish? Did you recall? Or I think it was uh, Sumatra. Sumatra. Fish. Ooh, I yeah. like that.
0: That's nice. <laughs> did the fish like coffee? Yeah, the fish, I poured, I think that's what happened.
1: I, it overdosed on coffee. Oh, that's tough. But nonetheless, <sighs> it's a risk we <clears> all have to take. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I gave Kristen, I made a cup on the way in, and I gave Kristen a cup. She has the tight pants, show, so she was. I, she said, well... What are you gonna drink? And I said, I'll just make some while I'm waiting for Mike to start his show. So mm, this is good, yeah.
0: Yeah, it smells uh, good in here now. So what does it take to make a good roast?
1: Basically? Well, coffee roasting is really—it um, just takes the right equipment, but it's really not that much. It's not really rocket science. It's really sourcing good coffee in the first place. And uh, what you do when you roast coffee is you—you're putting it—you're putting heat to it for a certain amount of time, usually a normal roast goes between 12 and 15 minutes, and depending on what size batch, and, uh you can you could even roast po- you know you can roast coffee on your grill in a cast iron skillet it smokes a lot and just mm. keep stirring it with a wooden spoon and just you know go for it it's just finding good green coffee is really that's what i've i the main the big green realization coffee? i've made yeah finding good coffee from the right place that's not been sitting around a long time in a warehouse in a burlap bag And so that's part of like what sourcing the coffee and having a good relationship with the people that sell you the coffee is really an important part of the business. So where do you get your coffee from? Well, I get, I have uh, Andrew Blythe who works for Royal Coffee in New York and I have another Anna Damer who works for um, caffeine imports in Minnesota. And then also I know some people, I just met someone, uh, Danilo, he's, uh, his mother grows coffee in Nicaragua and I got some of her coffee. It's amazing stuff. And they've invited me to go down to their farm in September. And maybe I will, they, they, they don't even really, it's a sm- very small farm. So they just need some help getting it put together. And another friend of mine, Carrie just spent time in, uh, Peru. I mean, and these people, like, you know, they would be so excited to know that it's, People in Ann Arbor are actually drinking their coffee. Oh, they, wow. they don't yeah. even have electricity, let alone, you know. Oh. So, wow. I mean, it's amazing. It's like, you know, so third world, that's where coffee comes from. But, you know, getting good coffee is a uh, is big part of the job. And
0: uh, it's a lot of, I'm sure there are a lot of issues with figuring out. Um Prices
1: and all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's tough stuff. One thing I've learned so far is you do not want to raise the price of your coffee because your, the people who buy your coffee will get very upset. You know, they want to. You want to keep it at a reasonable price so they can afford it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that's pretty. That seems like it would just be, you know pretty common sense, but you, you, it's, it's interesting because coffee, people get really sensitive about their coffee, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just coffee really provides endless hours of discussion about a lot of little things. Like you can talk about storing coffee for at least two or three hours, or you can talk about grinding coffee for four to six hours. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can really put some time in. Yeah. <laughs> talking about it or just, just talking about just it? Talking no, about not it. doing it. Just talking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know,
0: maybe we should just do a four to six hour discussion about grinding coffee. <laughs> and if the next person shows up for their show, we can go, uh, we're talking about grinding coffee. Yeah, We, we, we can do that.
1: We can't, we, yeah, you can't have your show cause we're talking about grinding right now. I'm sure that would go very well or maybe not, but mm. nonetheless, I mean, right. We don't want to really do that, but yeah. And then, but roasting coffee is, uh, it's a great, it's really, you know, it's interesting. It's fun to, uh, Sell coffee. Coffee sales is fun. You know, it's a a fun beverage. Meeting people. Yeah, meeting people, right? You know, uh, it's, you know, I think a lot, not a lot of people know this, but coffee really brought everyone out of the dark ages. Um, Coffee was, before that, people drank grog as like the main beverage and this is in the uh, 1500s. That's an alcoholic uh stuff. There? Right, alcoholic drink was just fermented, you know, leave stuff lying around for a while and yes, it and then you got grog, right? Yes. And so people drank it because the water was bad so they, you know, would ferment this grog and then they could drink the grog cuz the grog wouldn't but then it would it'd be drunk all the time. Yeah. So once they started drinking coffee it kind of got them out of the, you know, out of that funk and they started really actually thinking and stopped beating each other over the head and it's kind of <laughs> nice <laughs>
0: that is nice I yeah, mean yeah to be walking through the streets and people are beating each other over the head eh. <laughs>
1: not good right no, yeah that's not good yeah so your show is is about food though right yes it is so it does it, do you cover other subjects like what are some of the main subjects you cover
0: oh i mean food food as a theme food as a metaphor <sighs> uh, food as an excuse to talk about something else <laughs> you know so pretty much that's uh that runs the gamut there and, yeah, and I'm just interested in in Reus roast because there's so many angles to what you do and oh yeah yeah coffee, you know?
1: yeah one of uh, my uh one of my um my most popular blend is called Lobster Butter Love and that really throws I saw, people. I
0: saw the picture of Lobster Butter Love in Cafe Verde, I think and I just oh, had good. to stare at it for a while and go Lobster Butter Love. Rooster Roast Coffee. Mm, I had to go back and forth with my brain over that. So.
1: Right, right. See, it's it's like, and it's funny because actually I have t-shirts that say Lobster Butter Love and they don't say anything else. They don't say roost Roast. They just, <laughs> all they say is Lobster Butter Love and it's like the bright colors of the t-shirt and this lobster and then Lobster Butter Love and it's carved out That's of a linoleum it. block. And it, you know, then it's enlarged and then stuck on a T-shirt. But it's funny because people just, you know, it really kind of like makes them stop and just go, well, what is that? And then you tell them, it's like, well, it's coffee. And they just, you know, it's wacky. But it really <laughs> is. The coffee is very buttery. And it's, you know, very, just, it's very good, you know. Buttery. Buttery. Co- buttery yeah.
0: coffee? I mean, I guess there's a lot of...
1: Uh... Yeah, actually, my grandfather, he who died of a heart attack when he was like 54... He was a. He lived in Ann Arbor, and he was he he worked on uh, printing presses. He was really really talented at like fixing any printing press problem. And Ann Arbor was a big print town. They did a lot of printing, but he used to put butter in his coffee. Wow. Yeah. So butter in coffee. Wow. Yeah. Butter, and he smoked a lot of cigarettes and drank a lot of alcohol. So wow. he, it really it was. I think the butter in the coffee just like that must have been kind of high cholesterol. Wow. I, wow. I'm just. Mm, that, that, mm. This butter, I got to put some butter in my coffee right now. Margarine just won't do. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, you can't put margarine
0: in it. You could try to put margarine in decaf, but it just isn't the same (laughs) thing. It's just not the same. It's
1: just, oh, man. No, no. no. You know, margarine leaves that, like, it's that plasticky finish on the end of the cup you know you just like with butter it just goes it just smooths right out on the end but with with margarine you just get that like mm, like when you have too much popcorn that cheap popcorn oil not like the stuff they use at michigan theater uses real butter Uh but that cheap popcorn butter at like the quality 16 oh yeah that's the same thing the margarine does in your (laughs) coffee Quality. Mm, mm, yes. mm, mm, quality mm. Plastic Love. That doesn't have the same mm. ring either, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mar- how about Margarine Plastic Love? No. Plastic no.
0: Margarine Love. I like oh, the that, ring of that's that. Oh, that's good.
1: Actually, that's yeah. good,
0: yeah. Yeah, or yeah. Or Plastic Crabulux Love. <laughs> margarine Plastic Margarine Crabulux Love Oh, yes Marvin, no
1: Margarine Crabulux Lust Is, is wait, Crabulux that stuff like fake crab? It's the fake crab Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it has real food in it, but it's not crab Now, that stuff is just standard in sushi bars now There's so, the, Since so many fish and stuff are endangered It's like, give me a California roll And it has <laughs> fake crab already in it It's awesome, you know <laughs> I mean, when fish are all extinct We'll still have fake crab, which I look forward to Maybe I'll have fake crab butter love hmm. Ooh, I like that Mm. The possibilities are mindless <laughs> but, <laughs> They're mindless Yes,
0: we're talking yeah. about coffee Which is why we've been discussing Crabulux and lobster this Yeah, is,
1: Mike's not even
0: drinking coffee But I am No, I'm, I, I've got a, I got a high from just smelling it Yeah, that's right, that's right So this is Pandora's Lunchbox show generally about food And we're going to play a tune That has a peripheral relationship To what we're talking about now We'll have to explain after we play it This is Odetta doing a Bessie Smith song Oh, yeah It goes it. like this let go. was Odetta, and I've known Odetta for her gospel tunes and her folk tunes, but I haven't heard her doing a wild sort of Dixieland version of a Bessie Smith tune before. Very nice, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now uh, I'm with John Roos of Roos Roast. He has his own coffee company here in Ann Arbor, and I have a quiz question for you. Okay. Why did I just play a song by Odetta called "Special
1: Delivery"? It, is that could that be possibly Mike Perini? That beca- it's because I deliver coffee on a bicycle. Ding 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 ding! Very good. Oh, I got it. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I really enjoy. You know, it's like the. I, it's like, like I said before, is you know I try to design a job around that allowed me to do things that I you know like to do, and uh, part of the uh, you know some of my other jobs were sort of restrictive, you know, in the office and that type of thing. So that's why delivering coffee by bike is you know pretty great. Yeah.
0: And yeah. Uh, how much can you deliver? How, ma- how many pounds can you deliver by bike?
1: Does well, depend- now I actually uh, I followed the lead of. Uh, Homeless Dave, who has a delivery business of his own, if he, some of the listeners might I've know heard of, him. of homeless Dave, yeah, I've heard he, of him. Yeah, he's he has the Ann Arbor Chronicle with his wife or his wife girlfriend Mary, and but he also delivers stuff by bike, and he has this industrial tra- trailer. So I found a trailer at the recycle reuse using a one of those high tech uh, jogging strollers that a lot of people they're not really. Is popular anymore because there's a lot better jogging strollers now. So this is like the high-tech jogging stroller from like early, you know, 2005. Oh, those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, 20 bucks, I got this thing and I just took the front wheel off it. I bought a crutch for a dollar, one of those aluminum crutches that they have millions of. And I duct taped that on and then bolted that to the back of my bike, the rack of my bike. And that allows me to carry around 50 pounds of coffee. 50 yeah, pounds. Yeah, 50. And you're, and you're 58 I'm not It hasn't broke yet But there's the possibility That it huh. could break You're, you're pedaling 50 pounds of coffee On a, on a bike on a, str- on a stroller Trailer Yeah And those are like deliveries to restaurants Like when I have a, Like I deliver to Eve and Cafe Japon And you know And maybe I'm Taking something Over to Vinology And so I've got You know These are like 10 pound orders So that's 30 pounds Racked up right there And then I gotta fill My Easy Van box And there's you know Another 10 pounds It adds up pretty fast You
0: know so I imagine that on a day like today, delivering coffee by bike is pretty fun. Oh, yeah.
1: It's a beautiful y- Yeah, day. a beautiful day like this. Yeah, absolutely. If you, in, in, if you get out at the right times of day, you can avoid the traffic. Like if you deliver really early in the morning, like 7 o'clock in the morning or later on at night after 6. Yeah, it's kind of nice. And I bet there are
0: probably some other days when, based on the weather, maybe it's not as fun. (laughs) Yeah, then
1: you really—that's when you get all the photos for the web of, like, (laughs) delivering it. You're like, you know, i got to get a photo of this. There's snow on the road or something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I look forward to those for the photo opportunities, uh, for the propaganda that I can Right, see what I do for you. Yeah, right, you know, the sympathy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: uh, what was I thinking (laughs) (laughs) of— Now, see, another now, there's really nothing more exciting than delivering coffee by bike. Right, right. But then again, I have this uh, diagram from your dot website oh. of your brain on coffee. Oh yeah, right. That's a that's really great. This looks very scientifically.
1: Yeah, it's low, very scientifical. Scientific. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, that is a real. Uh and it's, fun, it's, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of people make reference to that on the website, the uh, brain. Now, what what's going on with that? That was quite a few years ago that I put uh,
0: that together. So, yeah, uh, part of it is uh, coffee and jazz music in unison are the hemi-sync of intellectual hipsters from 14 to 85 years of age. It's pointing towards the front of the brain on the left. Also, we have... Um, because of the random nature of jazz and the heightened perception brought on by ingesting Roos Roast Espresso, creative processes are enhanced and brought to a higher level where anything is possible.
1: That's true. That's true. And, you know, that, that's like, that gets into the whole multitasking with lots of coffee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I really get into that. Like in nowadays, they've, I think there's a lot of, since they have office stores where you can set up your own office, you can really do all these miniature tasks and get a lot of stuff going at once. You can be checking at emails sending out a, um, a, a text message. Meanwhile, Twittering and maybe updating a Facebook page and then also bagging coffee at the same time. And then there's a roast in turning in the roaster uh-huh. and you're on top of that <laughs> and you're dumping the beans that have already roast out of the cooling bin. So it really, you know, it, it tests your uh, ability. You is need this, coffee to do this job. Is yeah. this what you do? Yeah, this is what I do. Absolutely. <laughs> and, it, and and I've been, you know, talking to people about like maybe helping me in the future, and one of the—I mean—it's right away. You just have to find someone. You, the first question is, do you drink coffee? Because if if they're not a coffee drinker, it's it's almost impossible to really be into this like that, yeah. you know. So, what's your coffee it.
0: like? It's warm and it's liquid. Yeah, you need yeah, a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. Oh, what is it like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah that. Well, I I mean, there's there's a lot of different like nuances of coffee. But the funny thing about coffee is that it's kind of like. You know, it's like water or beer or any of the other beverages that are very, uh, you know, subjective of, you know, in wine. You know, you can really get into scotches. It just depends on who you're talking to or what they like. And I get the question a lot, is this, like, someone will grab the bag of coffee and say, is this coffee strong? And it's like, well, it depends on how you make it. If you put, you know, four tablespoons in for six ounces, it's going to be really strong. If you put, you know, half a teaspoon in for six ounces, it's going to be really mild. So, I mean, but generally they're asking, like, how is the roast? Is it a dark roast? Is it a light roast? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so... I try, to, I try to cover the spectrum for all the people, you know, provide a little bit of something for everybody.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking to John Roos of Roos Roast in Ann Arbor. Do you have a, a retail
1: storefront? No, no, I am not up to that yet. I'm at the farmer's market two days a week. And that is a retail storefront that sets up and is at the market um, Wednesdays and Saturdays from 7 a.m. You can always find me there. I've made a commitment to be there all year long. I'm at the Saturday markets all year long, even in the sub-zero temperatures of January. Mm. And there's only probably about a handful of vendors during the whole winter. But we go out there and do it up. And uh, so you can come down and get some coffee, some eggs, and that kind of stuff, bread. And uh, some people do have some vegetables um during that time too and uh but also I um I do a lot of I do coffee catering um I do just you know you can come and see me at my pl- the place I roast which is out on North Main Street sometimes I'm there sometimes I'm out delivering depends oh okay yeah yeah, and then uh, I'm I'm kind of like waiting to get to the... I'm waiting to find the exact right location, you know, it has to... Everything, the synergy has to come together, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to use these big, like, you know, the synergy sort of thing, like, you know, get really new age about it and really kind of figure it out without really doing anything, you know. That sounds like a plan, or does it... No, it doesn't really <laughs> sound like a plan. That sounds like it isn't a plan. I like that. Yeah, it, it isn't really a super plan yet, no. I yeah. mean, I've seen a lot of businesses open and fail in... Uh, you know, Ann Arbor's a tough market, but if you get the right, if they'll, these people will support you, everyone begs me for a cafe, so one of these days it'll happen. Cool. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'll happen. Yeah. Once the synergy's there.
0: Hi, Arwolf. Arwolf is getting ready to <gasps> help us to face the music. Hi. Hi, Arwolf. How are you?
1: I'm okay, and you?
0: Good, good.
1: Thanks for being here. Yeah,
0: yeah. thank you. Now, I'm going to, uh, qu- I hope you don't mind if I quote you.
1: Please, go ahead. Okay, oh, this is absolutely. from your
0: website. Corporate America has been breaking its neck. And- in recent years with Sound Effects from Marvel <laughs> to appear inspired, chancy, random, quirky, personal, and authentic in their slogans, personnel training, packaging, and product choices. I'm really blown away that you can pass off a microwaved panini with grill marks on it for an actual toasted one. What that says to me is more more people need to get out and try new things and taste what they're trying.
1: Yeah, I, I told that's that's I wrote that. You know, part of it is I really realized it when I started getting the, this handwritten font on mail, and you're like, wait, oh, who wrote me a letter? Oh, yeah. And you look closer at it, and it's like some bank or something. You're just like, <laughs> geez, oh man, that's kind of that was that was written in 2005 i wrote that so they've kind of people are kind of getting wise to that but they still flock to places that have um these these microwave paninis which is pretty yeah. amazing they love that Authent- you know,
0: authentic fake prepackaged microwave panini, yeah the yeah. whole
1: cafe idea was just like was turned into a uh was turned into, like, a Walt Disney sort of, like, set that you could go <laughs> and everybody could go to the cafe and let's be productive. Yay! Yeah. Let's get really productive and gain, like, 20,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Eating, drinking healthy, healthy processed
0: coffee with lots of healthy... Uh, heavy snacks.
1: Right, heavy snacks, exactly heavy snacking. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. not against
0: heavy snacks mostly, but it it is funny to think of the, the sort of artificiality of some of that.
1: Yeah, and it was yeah. like a it was like the cornucopia of all these choices of different bread products. But they were probably all from the same loaf of bread, just with different types of nuts and berries right. and all this crap. Down on Down at hands. the Cisco farm, I think. Yeah, the yeah. Cisco farm, right, right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the that was kind of that was funny because the whole idea behind the website when I first built it with a, a guy named Ian Gray who helped me with the first website I built was we talked about how, you know, there was like let's have let's pretend let's make a website where it's like. We have a fake cafe that we really don't have, but it's all in our heads, so that's what that ah, okay. came from. Yeah, so we were, trying to, we were trying to draw those people away from their corporate cafe to our fake cafe. Yes. I guess some people could argue that the corporate cafe is a lot nicer because it's actually there.
0: But you could also argue that the corporate cafe is the fake cafe
1: and your fake cafe is the real cafe. Cafe. That's true. Yes. Well, part of it was the whole with, with real lobsters. Yeah, the SUV cafe crowd was what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm looking at all the other stuff you do, and you also
0: have a, you have classes. Do you have classes? Yeah, yeah.
1: I haven't had one in a while, but I really people still want me to have classes, and uh, yeah, they're really fun. I set coffee on fire. that's oh, one of the wow. most fun things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else? May I, cook, Kef, I cook food for those classes, too. Oh, okay. And that's really the, a big draw because the food is really good. And then I, I talk about coffee. We taste coffee. We really need to have a coffee class soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, maybe we should have one down here. Oh, there we go. Arwolf, would you come to the coffee class?
2: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's It, it has to g- be Oh, another thing I ask people if they want to work at Rooster's Roost is like, are you a morning person? Cuz I think you got to pretty much be a morning person. Oh uh, yeah. You know, that's key. Yeah. Definitely. Don't yeah. you think? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 only a quasi morning person
1: oh you're quasi quasi morning yeah wow yeah Yeah, that well you should be drinking coffee right now then oh kicking it in wow yeah we'd like to
0: encourage all our listeners to drink plenty of coffee
1: that's right drink coffee all the time drink definitely drink coffee yeah it'll
0: keep it'll wake you up it'll put
1: you to sleep or at least it'll wake you up yeah you know uh, though I did want to say something about cooking that was is interesting if can I is that okay yeah, okay. One thing I wanted to talk about cooking, cooking has like had this big, you know, everyone is like really into cooking, which is awesome and people want to know where their food comes from and I think that's great. But I think people should really like start really looking in their ref- like I think the true sign of a good chef is like someone who manages their refrigerator well. And I see a lot of real major food enthusiasts who are really gung-ho about cooking, but their fridge is filled with like you know, rotting food. That's not good food. <laughs> Mayonnaise packets. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mayonnaise packets. Yeah, the ketchup things. Yeah. Or like all those ambitious greens they were gonna cook that they never got around to, and now yeah. they're like dripping down. And ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yum. Come on now. You can do. You can do it. Yeah. You know. And if you got old coffee sitting around and you just don't know what to do with it, grind it up and make some iced coffee. All right, and here you want me to give you the recipe? An informative, quick recipe. Quick, Do we have yes, time. Yes, really quick. Here yeah. it is, the recipe for really easy iced coffee. Coarse ground coffee. You use you use one pound per two gallons, or a half a yeah. So it's 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 a half a it's one pound per half a gallon of water. So okay. one gallon is two pounds. That's it. One to two. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Well, you know how you drink a cup of coffee and it's just gone before you know it. Yeah While well, the show's running out Isn't that amazing? Oh
1: my goodness It's not a bottomless w- radio show We're at the bottom of our cup
0: Yes, but we've got a whole new Fresh cup coming with R Wolf Helping us to face the music So that's excellent Yay, Arwolf! Yeah. Yay Thank you, John Roos Of Roos Roast he Thank is? you, Mike Perini So, RoosRoast.com Is the website com, And uh, we're going to play this tune We played it last week And it's This song is refillable So it's okay to play it again Oh, great This is Good to the Last Drop This is Millie Jackson Okay. All right. Thank you for coming by, John. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope to see you out there uh, in the outside world. Oh, yeah. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We are the outside world. (laughs)